This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Wednesday, April 27th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dewaskin. Matt, how you doing? I'm doing well, Dylan. Yeah? Are you all pumped up after that Rich Hill outing? Is that why you're feeling so good? I'm just getting right to it, right off the start. That's, that's fine. You know, that's where we got to go. I guess I can't. I guess here's it, the thing. I can't gloat too much because I didn't pick him as my Field of Streams pick. I was also scared. I didn't put my money where my mouth was. If if I had, I'd be throwing a parade. But uh, but I didn't. Oh, with Nate Carnes, who actually did way better than I thought he would too. But Rich Hill, man, like, are you? Has your opinion changed? Are you now sold after this? On the matchup or on Rich Hill? On Rich Hill. I've always kind of liked Rich Hill. I, did, yeah. I hated that matchup for him. I thought Detroit was a it was not good. Matchup. It was bad. He so Rich Hill went to Detroit. And we said yesterday, that's a top two or three bad matchup. It's going to Toronto, going to Colorado, you know, if you're doing interleague, or going to Detroit, or like the worst places for a lefty to go. And he went, and he did what, seven scoreless, eight strikeouts? You're the Just expert. Was He was on. He was on. Uh, yeah, he's been great, and he now has 37 strikeouts to nine walks in 26 innings. He's also hit four batters, but, you know... Uh, he's been awesome. He's in, I want to go back to his 2015 because he had these like four starts in September that nobody noticed because it's on the Red Sox and they were horrible. But in four starts, 29 innings, 36 strikeouts, five walks, five runs. That's a 1.55 ERA. You know what it reminds me of is, and, and the ages are a little bit different, but Jose Bautista's breakout was just, it, it came from a huge September on like a crappy Toronto team and nobody noticed because it's like, oh, seven homers in a month or whatever it was. It's September. But right. like he carried it through. I'm gonna Rich Hill's right. 36, so he's not about to like turn his career and around. And that, like... like Rich Hill had a career before his career fell I apart. I know. It's so weird. It is really weird. And it is not very often we have a thing like this. Um, this is okay. What this is, what the comparison that, a better comparison that I would make would be Jamie sure. Boyer. Okay. Just, but he didn't strike people out like this. True. That's the weird thing. Are, well, That's the. If you're talking pure career path, you but know, a reinvention. Yeah, yeah, Jamie Boyer had a bit of a career, fell apart completely, and then re completely reinvented himself. Yeah, and I'll give you that. Stay around for 15 years. Yeah, baseball is so weird. Like I don't know. I have. I don't. I don't know if Rich Hill will still be in the league like next year. I don't even know. I oh, really don't know. Didn't but... he sign a two-year deal? I uh, signed a one-year deal for like six million. Yeah, what? it's a He's steal. It's it's a steal. Well, here's the thing: was if he signs a one-year deal, he got six million dollars off four starts from last year, basically. So that's good. But Every... if he has an awesome year this year, he could turn it into real money. You know. So he kind of bet on himself with the one-year deal. Seven-year-old starter who I don't know, man. Pitchers are worth a lot, man. I don't know. It's crazy. Um, we could talk about Rich Hill for a whole episode. I think the point is though, I I tweeted he's not a like cute streamer anymore. Like he needs to be owned in all leagues. I went and made sure that I had him where I could have him. Like he might flame out in the next month. That's fine, but he clearly has the potential to be 
a really good starter. Okay. And whether you're in a deep league or or a shallow league, you need to bet on that upside. Okay, I'm so not counting it's going to happen, but you can't leave him sitting on the waiver wire, right? Dylan? Yes? Who would you drop? for? Like, where's your cutoff line for a Rich Hill drop? Oh, boy. You're putting me on the spot here. Yes. I'm going to go, have to go look. Um, help me look up names to try and... Okay. and Do you want me to just like, throw a few names at you? Yeah, sure. And I'll, I'll okay. start go looking right now at pitchers and this and how, that. But how yeah. about Matt Moore? Um, I want Rich Hill over Matt Moore, but it's close-ish. They're very similar. They're both high upside, could fall apart guys. So okay. Um, okay. I want Rich Hill, but they're similar. Okay. How about Jake Odorizzi? Uh, I'd probably stick with Odorizzi. Safer. Okay. And, and so and when it comes to safe versus risk, the shallower the league the more upside to want. So I want Rich Hill and, like, if you're a crazy person that plays in an eight-team league, I'm like, oh, yeah, you can replace Odorizzi anytime. If you're in, like, a AL only, like, you need to go with Odorizzi. So, um, but in general, Odorizzi there. I like Odorizzi, though. Do you want to keep going, or can we start with... Uh, let's do, like, one or two more. Oh. This is fun. I, I'm looking. I'm looking at my list. Um, So I'm going about, like, starters by ownership percentage. Uh, Luis Seferino, like, I want... He's been bad. I want Rich Elbow for Luis yeah, Severino. Not close. Yeah, it's Rich yeah. Elbow not close. Um, James Shields, you're done with. Pretty uh, good. Yeah, Rizzi was a pretty good pick. How about uh, how about Matt Latos? Which one do you believe in more? Rich Hill. Rich Hill has like twice as many strikeouts. Rich Hill, not uh, close. Yeah. How about Taiwan Walker, who looks awesome so far? I would rather have Walker. He has 25 strikeouts to three walks so far, uh, and he's half of his age or whatever. Okay, well, Carl um, yeah. Uh, ooh, that's a good one. Um, I want Rich Hill again just because I'm worried Rodon can have nuts. like a. I, I think, think he can insane. have a one three five whip. On I think the you're year. absolutely insane. That's fine. That's fine. I I understand. Uh, but man, Rich Hill, if he's on, like it could be a three zero ERA for the year. All right, we will talk about things other than Rich Hill in this episode, but we had to get that out of the way. Um, tomorrow, the Twins are calling up Jose Barrios. Are you excited about that at all? Actually, I, I own a few shares of Barrios. Yes, I am. He, what, led the minors in strikeouts last year? Okay. I, I believe that to be true. I, he's, I know he happens to be really, really good. I don't know. He's a Twins pitcher who can strike people out. Uh, I think, off the top of my head, he led the minors in strikeouts last year. You gotta go get him if he's sitting on your waiver wire. That's a must-pickup guy. Uh, strikeout potential for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we looked at him for streaming for today. He's already over 50% owned, so we can't pick him for, for Wednesday. But, yeah, I think that is a something that needs to be said on every fantasy podcast. Grab Barrios if he's still available in your league. And then, uh, yeah, how about Chris Sale, Matt? 5-0, and 1-6-6 ERA. Yeah, he's pretty White annoying. Sox are unstoppable. Just, just walks into the... Walks into Skydome, walks out with a fifth win, whatever. Matchup proof, we've decided. Yes. Even though you were still worried about Coors, and I don't blame you. But did Toronto just fine. Yeah. He was Rich Hill-esque, I would say. No, nothing. Is that offensive? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, Matt, before we roll into uh, talking about Wednesday things, let's uh, talk about our sponsor, though, SeatGeek.com. Oh, okay. Well, and it gives them love to SeatGeek.com. They do sponsor this show and the other shows here. 
at Rotographs, and we want to holler at them. Uh, love to have them on board. Uh, check out the SeatGeek app. You can get it on your phone, no matter what your phone is. Or, of course, you can just go to the website. But uh, they give us a promo code for our show, which is really exciting. Mm-hmm. It's Streams, S-T-R-E-A-M-S. And if you use that when you go sign up, uh, they'll just give you 20 bucks off a ticket for free. So if you want to go see something that's 25 bucks, oh, look, you get a $5 ticket. Well, Our, actually, Dylan, uh, May seventh yes. is Chris Sale bobblehead day at U.S. Cellular Field. Oh boy! So you gotta go, right? Huh? You gotta go, right? I think I kind of do. Yeah, it's it, a it, Saturday. It comes with a, a strikeout counter. Oh, that sounds awesome, actually. Uh, it, it sounds cooler than it actually is, but it's still kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, so if you're in the Chicagoland area and you want to brave the South Side and go see that, I don't know. That sounds worth it. Twenty bucks off a ticket. I mean. How expensive are White Sox tickets? Probably not that much more, right? Well, Depending on where you sit, obviously. Special event like Chris Sale Bobblehead Day. Yeah, and on a Saturday. That's true. But uh, yeah, use our friends, SeatGeek.com. Go use their app. They have a really cool thing that shows like how much tickets should be and what your deal is. They use a whole lot of metrics. It's a very metrics-friendly uh, company, and we like that here at Fangraphs and Rotographs. And there's no hidden fees also. It's really nice to like see what the price is going to be at checkout instead of oh, cool, it's that cheap, and you get to the end, and it's double the price, which is obnoxious with tickets and some sites. But, yeah, I've only heard great things about SeatGeek.com, and they've been great to us. And, uh, yeah, go check out the website. And if you have tickets to sell, they do that too. And it's supposed to be great for that also. So uh, thumbs up to them. We like using them. If you use them, send us a tweet. Let us know that uh, you got your 20 bucks off. Um, they do games. They do concerts. They do shows. Anything you can get tickets for. It's worth just browsing around. Uh, obviously free to look around and you see something you like it's 20 bucks off using our code streams all right matt wednesday the 27th uh one afternoon game we get to ignore yes. padres at giants oh i ignored get to it. ignore jeff samarja which i'm sure you're fine with yep um but uh for the rest of these million other games that are at night uh where are you thinking at catcher to get started I'm starting with Brian McCann getting lefty Martin Perez, Martin Perez. Yeah. Am I getting you on that train of not worrying about him getting lefties, or is it just that Martin Perez is really bad? Martin Perez is pretty bad. Martin Perez has uh, 11 strikeouts to 13 walks. That is, that's not even a good ratio if they're flipped. No. And it's, yeah. You're still concerned. Just, it's still really bad, but he has more walks than strikeouts. He used to be fine, and it wouldn't shock me if he got it straightened out one day, but it's not right now. No. Um, is there anything about Brian McCann other than Martin Perez is bad? Martin Perez splits this year terrible. Awful against righties, not very good against lefties. The same thing happened, I believe, over the course of his career. It's been just about the same. Where he actually... Just kind of struggles against both sides of the plate, believe it or not. Yeah, I'm not that worried about the lefty on lefty there with McCann. No, I like McCann prefers righties, but in my head, I see that as an opportunity to shake people off that are worried about that. I'm like, no, he'll be fine. I said that against Cesar Ramos, and I'm just like, look, he's not going to go deep in the game. He's going to get that Texas bullpen and get righties then, and I'm just not worried about Brian McCann against bad pitching, even if it's lefties. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, who else you got at catcher? Well, Nick Hundley's off the uh, the seven eighty L, and he gets John Neese. Yeah, get get Hundley back. Yeah, yeah, it's it's righty on lefty. He hits righties better, but I'm not worried about it in cores. He's amazing in cores, no, you, right? You know, well, unless you know John Neese pulls a John Locke and yeah, he's randomly awesome. Uh, yeah, that was kind of 
we I mean we like John Locke. Good to Jeff good to, Locke. Jeff Locke. <laughs> I'm sure he gets that a fair amount. Pardon me. Especially like, when it's like same to John Neese. Yeah. Yeah. Um we we like him. It's good to see him do well, but we did not predict that. I don't think anybody did. Um yeah, who who else are you thinking behind the plate? I'm going I'm rolling with the Korean hammer, Hank Conger versus Chris Tillman. Did you make up that nickname? Yes. I'm never, okay. I'll allow it. I just hadn't heard it before. Yeah. Um, you ready to pick on Chris Tillman? Yeah, especially with Hank Conger. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Anybody else? Uh, I wrote down AJ Pruszynski versus Stephen Wright. Why? Why? <laughs> you can. Is he still looking for that 2000 hit? Do we know? He, I'm pretty sure he is. I don't think he has it yet. Uh, turned out David Price did fine in Atlanta, just like we thought he would. Tied his career high in strikeouts. Yep. Oh, Atlanta's so bad. Andrew McCutcheon had as many home runs on Tuesday as Atlanta has as a team for the season. That's just their slugging percentage is like 280 as a team. Like that's not very good. No, I'm. We'll get to it. I might take Stephen Wright against the Braves. Stephen Wright doesn't have great upside, but they are that bad. Uh, anyway, Adrian Prusinski, fine. I don't know who's going to drive in, and he's not inspiring, but it's a fine matchup for him. I will give you that. It's okay. If he gets his 2,000th hit in, in as a DFS play, does that mean you get 2,000 points? Yes, that's how you win, actually. Milestone. So you should pick if you had Robinson Cano on Tuesday and you got his 1,000th RBI, like, there you go. 1,000 points right there. Yeah, that probably help. Um, how about uh, Stephen Vogt against... Uh, Justin Verlander, you you willing to pick on Verlander? He's like velocity's down and he's looked bad at times, but he's overall been okay. Yeah, he's like gotten the job done. I'm I'm not ready to write him off yet this season. Yeah. Uh, how about Matt Weeder's getting Matt Moore? You like Weeder's getting a lefty like that, or do you? I kind of like Matt Moore. I, I kind of like Matt Moore, but I think yeah. I might like Matt Weeder's a bit more in that case. Yeah. Um. My favorite of the day is probably Miguel Montero getting Taylor Youngman. Oh, um, going to be a ton of Cubs on that stack. Be careful about him. What's did he hurt himself? Yeah, he's got a back issue. Oh well, I missed that. I will cross him off then. Put a big old asterisk there. If he's in, I like it. If he, but you have to obviously. Yeah, it's probably gonna be David Ross. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that is a deep fade. And Taylor Youngman's bad. I don't know if he's that bad though. Um. Your boy Steve Clevenger gets Colin McHugh. We like Colin McHugh, but his ERA is over seven. Guys, at least do it when they have a decent matchup. McHugh's ERA is over seven. It's the Astros. I don't. You're right. It's not a great matchup. The ERA over seven. Yeah. All right. All right. I got two more. I legitimately like might go with. It was funny, Jason Castro. I'm I'm hanging up right now. No, 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 no. Yasmani Grandal gets Justin Nicolino. Just pick on Justin Nicolino. Pick on the Dodgers. I that and I wanted to write it down, but Gasmani's been so bad this year. I, I just kind of will be fine. Go, it's Justin Nicolino. It'll be fine. Uh, I'm down with that, and the Dodgers scoring a bunch of runs there. And JT Real Muto getting Scott Casimir. Real Muto likes to hit lefties, and Scott Casimir has not been great. So I think that's either of those from that game are a pretty good matchup. So there are catching places to go, I think. So, including those two. I like Nick Conley against John Neese a lot, though. Especially he's back. Yeah. Might be a little under the radar, since he has been gone a little while. Yeah. Uh, Matt, first base. More exciting picks than we had a catcher. Uh, I, I like think the obvious pick is Anthony Rizzo versus Taylor Youngman. Yes. Lefty on yes, right. Yes. It's a, and it's a bad righty, so. Yes. 
I'm uh, all in. I think it's a Lucas Lucas Dudaday versus John Muscat. Yes, absolutely it is. Yeah. Uh, Adrian Gonzalez versus Nicolino. Yeah, that's lefty on lefty, but in the same as in the uh, the uh, McCann way, I'm not that worried about it. I think Nicolino's bad enough and Adrian's good enough that he'd just be fine. You know, I'm not scared from Nicolino against lefties this year. He has or hasn't? Has. Yeah, I Adrian. I think he'd sit against a tough lefty, but when it's just a Nicolino, Dodgers going to be like, just go for it. You'll be fine. Three homers against left-handed pitching this year already. Oh boy, that's not that difficult. But yeah, no, I like that. Uh, and again, in oh the no, no, it's way. RBIs. Oh wait, no, no, one home run, three RBIs. I apologize. I had the wrong column. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, wow. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I same with the McCann thing. I think lefty on lefty can be like a sneaky way to try and get a pick that a lot of people don't have. And if it, the matchup's fine, I'm not scared. Um, how about let's talk about Edwin and in general Jose Quintana going to Toronto. So Chris Sale just went in and was like, Yeah, lefties can survive the Blue Jays. Are you worried about Jose Quintana though? Well, I'm more worried about Quintana than I was about Sale. Yeah. Well, yes. Uh, but would you pick against Quintana? Because Quintana's been pretty fine, but he's still ready to take guys like Encarnacion. I'd, I'd be okay with it, yeah. Yeah. How about the flip side, Jose Abreu getting good old uh, Marco Estrada? Again, I don't like picking on Marco Estrada because he doesn't really have a platoon but I don't see the advantage. Okay. I, I see the fly balls in Toronto and hoping they go out, but I, he's been you know, okay. We, we said that all last year and it didn't happen. You know, we, we said it at the beginning of this year and it hasn't happened. So It's true. I just want to pick those, you know, white hot white socks, basically. But yeah, uh, your boy Bud Norris going to Boston—that spells trouble. It kind of does. That's take Ortiz or take Hanley. I don't care. You know, one's lefty, one's righty. They'll both be fine. But Norris is. Where's that game being played? In Boston. Is it really? Yeah, uh, I think they're doing a two and two or something. Oh, like are they? Okay, because so I... we get the DH back, uh, which means Ortiz or Hanley. Just pick one. Pick anybody you want against Bud Norris. That's my feeling. Uh, I like both of them. Um, and Mark Teixeira getting Martin Perez, which hitter. He's mm. going to go take care of him. Any Yankees in Texas will be fine. Uh, I have Adam Lind getting Colin McHugh. You don't want to pick on Colin McHugh. I'm okay with it. Uh, he seems not right. And then it's righty on righty, but Paul Goldschmidt gets Adam Wainwright. Speaking of not looking right, like something's something's wrong with Adam Wainwright. And the ERA is ugly, and, and that's one thing, but the control numbers are totally whack, too. So I'm worried that he might be declining in a hard way, and that could mean uh, just fine picks for uh, for your D-back sitters. And Paul Goldschmidt is obviously as good as anybody. I'm not scared of him getting Wainwright, but other people might be, and that can mean you know net points if you go there. Do you want to pick uh, up John Gray at all? With the Pittsburgh first baseman? Was it John, he went John Jaso, I guess? Yeah, I think Jaso would be the play there, yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I think they're... I just like to go upside so much more um, mm. at first base, but I would totally not begrudge anybody that went John Jaso. John Gray I think, in Coors, and he's been awful in Coors. He's been not great, yeah. No, I, I wrote down, we'll get to it later, pick a Pirates outfielder. You know, the infield hasn't been that inspiring lately, but, like, pick a Pirates outfielder. Go nuts. Like, yeah, I'm down to pick on John Gray. I just didn't know if I was going with the, their first base uh, option. Um, anybody else at first base for you? Yeah, that's it. All right. I had four names at second base, which is not great. So did uh, I. All 
All right. Let's see if we match up. I have Daniel Murphy getting yeah. Jeremy Hellickson. That was literally my first name, yeah. Yeah. Well, we probably both go down it chronologically, uh, typically, okay. uh, the way the games go. Um, Neil Walker is John Moskett. Okay. He has like eight box, homers. Absolutely. Yeah, he has like eight homers. He might have priced himself out of it. And I don't know that he's that good, but he'll be solid. He'll be fine if you want to go with him. And getting the Reds and getting that Reds bullpen is going to be... That Reds bullpen. Oh, my goodness. Um, I have right-handed Starlin Castro getting left-handed Martin Perez in Texas. That's number three on my list. Wow. All right. I, I All right I'm going to go for the four for four. Let's see if we're reading each other's minds. I know you don't. Uh, okay. Uh, I had Robinson Cano getting Colin McHugh. Um, again, I'm fine with picking on Colin McHugh. Robinson okay. Cano. Is... <laughs> Your number four is a better pick than mine. Okay. All right, who did you have? Because we could use a fifth option. I wrote down Tommy Lestella again, because I think he's going to get in one of these games, and I think he's going to do damage. <laughs> he's going to get in one of these games. I think he pinch hit on Tuesday, yeah, but that's it, not... Yeah, he pinch hit on, on Tuesday, and he drew a walk, so... Yeah, so go. he does do that. Yeah, um, I'm fine with that. It's cheap. It You just want a body in that Chicago lineup, it, even if it's Listella or David Ross. Like, <laughs> I, I think they... Those Cubs are they're threatening ten runs every night. You know it's possible. So um, yeah, I'm fine with that. Uh, how about third base? How how'd you do there? Top of my list is Travis Shaw versus Bud Norris. You you're flipping on Bud Norris, huh? It's Travis Shaw. He, oh, is that the case now? It's Travis Shaw. You gotta go with him. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, I I had him written down too. I'm just I'm just. Next monitoring your 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 changing on Bud Norris, which I welcome. Come on over to this side. Let's pick on <laughs> Bud Norris. I agree. Poor Bud. You yeah. know, he, his brain's been in, in Baltimore for years. Now he has to go back to Boston. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not going to be a good day for Bud Norris. Pick any Red Sox you want. It includes Travis Shaw. I agree. All right, next, I have uh, Michael Franco versus Gio Gonzalez. Yes, yes, yes. I like Gio Gonzalez, but Franco's becoming a weapon. And it's righty on lefty. It really so, is. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Josh Donaldson versus Jose Quintana. Yep. You bet. Any of those Blue Jays will be fine. Yeah. And I wrote down Adrian Beltre versus CC Sabathia. Yeah. He's he's definitely worth streaming against. And we like Beltre against lefties. So. I kind of yeah, feel like we've been like... picking that one for years. I'm still fine with it. It gets better. I think that CC's getting worse faster than Viltre is. I'm do you, fine with it. You know CC is like three months younger than I am. Uh, no, I didn't know that. He's it's, in about twice like your thir- size. I find it to be thoroughly depressing. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, I had Chris Bryant getting Taylor Youngman. It's righty on righty, but I don't care. I think he'll be fine. Um. I have Nolan Arenado getting John Neese, and we talk about how Nolan Arenado prefers righties, and Neese is yeah. a lefty, so it's Preference like, to an advantage. I'm not worried about it. Arenado, you know this. It's in cores. He'll be fine. I, he'll be fine. It's not a slam dunk. It's not amazing, okay. but like, he okay. will be you're just... You're going to have to pee through the nose for not a slam dunk. Is, it, is, is, is this an effective way? I get the way point you're making. One salary it's, cap? It, it's probably not where I'm going to go, but I don't blame anybody for doing it. I don't think you know. I don't. He can. He can always go deep. He's See, hitting home runs and getting RBIs. I do people for doing it. Okay, it, it's not my favorite. Uh, and then the other one I had you didn't. Um, Jake Lamb getting Adam Wainwright. Uh, Jake Lamb had I think his third homer on Tuesday. 
he's been fine. He's hitting like 280, and he's not going to become Nolan Arenado, but like looks to be a major league hitter. And again, I'm worried that Adam Wainwright is not okay, that there could be a lot of runs in the desert on Wednesday. So if you want to go cheap at third base, I like a guy like Jake Lamb or Travis Shaw for sure. Um, Matt, I had five shortstops. How'd you do? I think I had four, and three of them are bad. All right, awesome. Let's hear your not bad one for starts. Let's set the bar high. Actually, all four are bad. I, I... Okay. You you tried to upsell a little bit. Yeah, I, I was hoping you you wouldn't pick on me, but you did. Oh, I can go first with my shortstops if you want. <laughs> did you write down Brad Miller? I didn't. Has he hit a homer yet? Can no. we pick him? So. Once he hits one, like the floodgates are open and I'm all in. But yeah, kind of need to see something. Just give me a little, Brad. Just give me something, and then I can start picking you against righties again. If you want to be in before it happens, like I don't blame you there. He does have one this year. Uh, he has a home run and a 4.49 OPS. So it's did he, get, he is he extended his hitting streak? He on April 16th hit a home run and a double. Uh, oh, he had a double on the 24th and 25th. I mean, yeah, his OPS all the way up to 449 through Monday. Was he, uh, was he working like a hitting streak? Something like that. How did he do on Tuesday? I don't know. It obviously wasn't big. Uh, he, he had two hits. He had two hits on Tuesday. Oh, boy. All right, he's heating up. You want Brad I, Miller? Yeah, no, actually, I think you're a little dated on your OPS numbers there. I have him at a 503. Yeah, yeah I, I was. I was a day behind, depending on where you look. Oh, over 500. All right, Brad Miller heating up. He he's is officially out of the Castro home. zone. Yeah, he's at home, and he gets... Uh, he's still a base! And he gets Chris Tillman. Are you in? Are we Are we all of a sudden touting, Chris, or touting Brad Miller against Chris I Tillman? I think we always were, and I, I'm... I'm... I'm good with it. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm I fine like with it. Better. Yeah. Uh, go for it with, with moderate expectations. Um, I have Troy Tulowitzki getting Quintana, but Tulo hasn't done anything this year. And he could hit two homers tomorrow, and I would not be surprised. But, like, he has not done anything this year. So that's very price-dependent and not that exciting. Um, it's the right matchup for him, typically. But he just, again, I want to see him be better. Um, so... I'm going to be to the punch on this one for once. It is Drupal Cabrera and John Moskett. You know I haven't written down. I'm fine with it. That's how bad this red staff is and that red's bullpen is. Also, shortstop's pretty thin, but, like, go for it. Like, it's he's not exciting. Not a lot of power. Not speed. Like, but he's hits okay and he's in that lineup. And if they score a bunch of runs, like, there could be people on base in front of him and people driving him in. So... If you want to punt at shortstop, I think his dribble is completely justifiable. So, um, I have Addison Russell getting Taylor Youngman. Again, a body in the Cubs lineup. He's right-handed. It's righty on righty, but it's fine. I'm trying to find somebody at shortstop. I think the popular one might be Trevor Story getting John Neese. That's righty on lefty. Um, and that's how you'd want him. If you believe in him, his price might still be kind of crazy, but... He has the power to definitely hit one out, obviously. Especially in cores, especially against a lefty. So if you want to spend the money on Trevor Story, I'm fine with that. Um, my last one is right-handed Aledmus Diaz getting left-handed Patrick Corbin in Arizona. Also a pretty good place to hit. And that dude's just been on fire. He's even been running a bit. The Cardinals working their devil magic to make a guy 
without a huge pedigree, all of a sudden a really good hitter. Uh, needs at shortstop. So if you want a Ledmus Diaz in Arizona, I am a-okay with that matchup too. I like Patrick Corbin fine, but I'm not running away from him with a guy sure. that hot. So, um, did you have any shortstops I did not mention? Yeah. All right, who you got? Ericton Elvis Andrews versus CC. That's fine. Yeah. Elvis it's... Andrews actually had a decent season this year. I, yeah, and you want him against a lefty, I guess. But yes. I don't know. I don't know what you're hoping for there. Some steals, I guess, but... Runs, I hits, I don't know. Pop a couple yeah. doubles, not give yeah. you zero. Right? Yeah, it, it's fine. Okay. Not ex- I'd rather take Brad Miller. Brad Miller's more exciting than really? Elvis Andrews. Yeah, I think I'd rather take Elvis versus CeCe. CeCe's probably worse, but... Yeah. Uh, who else you got? I wrote down Eduardo Escobar versus Josh Tomlin. <laughs> I'm fine with that just because Tomlin's so bad. Tomlin's pretty. Pick a pick a person in the Twins lineup against Josh Tomlin. Uh, specifically, he has homeritis. He gives up homers a lot. He can be okay ratio wise, kind of, but he gives up homers, and that's good news. So, any other shortstops? Uh, where are we where are we putting Enrique Hernandez? Uh, I'm definitely going to mention him in the outfield because okay. that's where I think he will play. If he is a shortstop, that's like my shortstop pick. I see. Depending on your format, where he is. If he is eligible at shortstop in DFS, yes, because I love him in the outfield, and I like him more than I mean, just about any of those I want him in my lineup in any position, really. Yes. So that's a good segue into outfield. If he's a shortstop, do it. Absolutely. He gets a lefty. It's Justin Nicolino. He's got to get in that lineup. He mashes lefties. Uh, That's awesome. Go with... Enrique Hernandez, wherever you can play him, um, even in the outfield. Uh, that means I also like you seal Puig against Nicolino. Mm. I imagine you do too. Yes. Yeah. Um, how about Batista getting Quintana in Toronto? It's obviously right. fine, right? It's and uh, I'm fine with Adam Eaton getting Marco Estrada. I know that you're a little more concerned than I am. Why would I be concerned? Adam Eaton home run today, didn't he? Because you don't like picking against Estrada, you say. True, I don't. Yeah, I think Eaton will be fine, though. Um, Jackie Bradley Jr. or Mookie Betts getting Bud Norris. Uh, Bradley has the platoon advantage. Mookie Betts doesn't. I don't uh, care. I believe you, you missed someone there. And Brock Holt. Thank you, love Brock you Holt. Dylan. Brock Holt does not do it for me, but he does for Matt. And that's fine. Against Bud Norris, I'm like, yeah, do it. Go nuts. Well, you Pick can him. put Brock Holt literally anywhere. Yeah. I mean, that's a little more helpful in, like, regular fantasy than DFS. I disagree. But... Well, it, it depends on... It depends on the DFS site you play at, of where they'll let you put Brock Holt. But, yes, I think he will be just fine, but Norris is that bad, and I think the Red Sox could store plenty of runs. Or is so. Brock Holt simply that good? I don't think so. I really don't. I don't. Was he an uh, all-star last year? <laughs> yes, he was. Yes, he was. That was that says something. I don't know if that says something about Brock Holt or more just about the all-star game, but yes, he was. Um... I got any Mets outfielders you want against John Moskett. That's Granderson. That's Conforto. So you see Puig, if he plays, he had that awesome pinch at homer. I'm, I'm not Tuesday. sure you see Puig is going to be able to make that game. Sorry. Yoenis Cespedes. I'm crossing up my awesome Cuban outfielders. <laughs> uh, I got I got confused by the sweet, sweet highlights. Man, I don't think I've ever done that mix-up before. Uh, thank you for correcting me. Yoenis Cespedes had the awesome pinch at homer. Also plays for the Mets. Uh, Puig will get Justin Nicolino. Pick any of them. Um, Cespedes, yeah. He's healthy enough to pinch hit and hit pinch hit bombs, so he might start on Wednesday. 
I could say. If he does, I want him against the Reds. How about uh, your boy Corey Dickerson getting Chris Tillman? You okay with that? Yes, and Kevin Kiermaier. I like both. Yeah, that'd be fine. Um, where else are you thinking in the outfield? Uh, Jason Hayward and Dexter Fowler versus Taylor Youngman. Yeah, yeah. I'm even Jorge Soler. If you want the righty, it's not the platoon advantage, but any uh, Cubs outfielders. Mark Trumbo versus Matt Moore. Okay, yeah, the righty and lefty. That's a pretty good one. I did not have that, but I like that. Um, I wrote down the Milkman versus Estrada. It, really? If you're gonna go against a guy who doesn't have a platoon split, you probably want somebody like Melky. Yeah. With that profile, I guess. At least it's in Toronto. Or, you know. I mean, just with, with Melky, you know, he's just as happy to take a single as he's a homer. Yeah. It's it's a, a real selling point for you. Would you rather have Melky or Brock Holt in a vacuum? Against Bud Norris? Yeah. Brock Holt. Yeah, the Brock Holt matchup. Because I would yeah. put Brock Holt in my infield somewhere and find another good player to play the outfield. Ah, there you go. Um... How about, uh, I was looking for Twins guys to get Tomlin. If you want a righty, it's Miguel Sano. Maybe lefty, Eddie Rosario. Rosario yeah, hit a homer on Tuesday. Eddie Rosario is about as exciting as you're going to get there for a lefty. Yeah, he kind of swings out of his shoes, which is obnoxious for his like plate discipline numbers, but pretty good in DFS when you want someone to hit a homer off Josh Tomlin. You know, So that, that could work into that. I wouldn't be surprised if he did okay there. Uh, it's the return of our guy, Ryan Rayburn, getting a lefty in chorus. He gets John Nice. Would you do that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would. It's, it's a, a lefty masher in chorus that not many people are going to have. I am in on Ryan Rayburn. Um, and like I said, any of the Pirates outfielders getting John Gray. Go nuts. They, they're all going to be fine. Um, I also have Steven Piscotty or Randall Gritchuk getting Patrick Corbin. Those are righties on lefty in the desert, and I think they'll do fine there. The T-backs bullpen isn't very good either, so they can do well. Um, I'm still picking on Colin McHugh. I wish I wasn't, but Seth Smith or Leonis Martin can get on him. Uh, and then this last game, we mentioned uh, Enrique Hernandez and Yasiel Puig, but... About Marcelo Zuna or Giancarlo Stanton, who has homers in three straight games, gets another lefty in Scott Casimir. And if he can homer in three straight games and take Clayton Kershaw deep, I think he'll do just fine against Scott Casimir, wouldn't you say? All right. It's a day to pick Stanton. I'm more excited about Giancarlo Stanton. I'm spending it on a field. I'm taking Bryce Harper against Hellboy. That's fine, too. Yeah, if you're going to break the bank, I mean, I think... Yeah, that's fair. They're both going to be astronomical. So, is there anybody else in the outfield you're looking at before we move on to pitchers? No, I think we've we've run it down pretty well, Dylan. Yeah, plenty of options. All right. So, even though we named a guy or two against Geo, uh, you like him against the Phillies, don't you? It's been pretty good so far. I I kind of like it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. You can talk me into it. When he's on, there's strikeouts. He's fine. Um, I. I don't love Stephen Wright, but he has a one four zero ERA so far. He's picking up some strikeouts, and he gets to the Braves. I think you could pitch a quality start against the Braves right now. Uh, I might go with that. Not as my main one, not enough strikeout potential, but like if you need a second cheap pitcher and you want to get Stanton and Harper somehow or something like that, Stephen Wright might be a cheap win. Would you agree? Is that crazy? It's not crazy. Just you know, based on what we've seen the last few days, but. I, I, yeah, season. You, you they have three homers on the season. Like, they're not hitting anything. No, they're really I, not. Yeah. Uh, 
So Sonny Gray goes to Detroit and gets Verlander. Does that mean a stay away entirely for you, or are you ready to try and pick a side? I think it's a stay away entirely for me, which, well... I think they both could be fine. It's just hard to pick one. And I think that does make it a stay away for me. I, kind of like I don't, I don't think anybody's crazy for picking one, but yeah. I, no. I, I kind of like the gray side a bit more than the Verlander side, I think. Yeah, I I agree too. But I mean, it's a tougher matchup, that's for sure. I don't know. I I think there are other places. Uh, where else are you looking at pitching if you're trying to stay I'm away really from that? I'm Jose Barrios' character. Yeah, he gets Cleveland, and Cleveland's okay, but not great, you know. There's strikeouts in the Cleveland lineup. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I, I it might be popular, but not too much. That guy can strike guys out. I think even if he's not great, he's going to get enough K's to be okay. Uh, so I think everybody's going to be on Jake Arrieta against the Brewers. I think that's a fantastic matchup. Mm. If you want to, too, that's fine. I don't think you're going to win anything in a GPP by doing it. But if you're in a smaller format, I think it's perfectly ju- perfectly justifiable, wouldn't you say? Yes, 100%. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah. Smaller format, okay. Bigger one, why bother? Mm. Um, the interesting matchup to me is not Sonny Gray and Justin Verlander. It's Chris Young against Nick Tropiano. Okay, in, I was hoping we could get to this. Yeah. Chris Young last time out, six innings, two runs, ten strikeouts, which he hadn't done in like eight years. And then Tropiano we like, but he gets the Royals, so it's not a great matchup. I, honestly, Are you considering I don't really, really like the Chris Young half of this, and I'll tell you why. The Angels stink. Do you, do you know who the... Okay, we, we, we know that Mike Trout has the number one... Uh, is 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 the team leader in OPS against right-handed, right-handed pitching yes. for, for the Angels? Sure. Can you guess who number two is? Yunel Escobar. No. Worse. Uh, worse. It's not Johnny Giovatella. Worse. Uh, CJ Crone. Much worse. Is it like a part-time player? Is this a full-time player? I think it. it he had quite, he had quite a few at bats. Angelton Simmons. No. No, I don't know. Who is it? Cliff Pennington. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> that is much worse. 796 OPS against righties. Yeah, he had like one crazy good day at a homer. I, I think he, oh, he homered off Felix is what happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Chris Young. The Angels are so bad. They scored a bunch of runs on Tuesday, and it was guys like, you know, Escobar and uh, Johnny G. Vitella. And I'm like, I don't believe in them doing that. Like, yeah. If Chris Young, I don't know if he's going to strike out 10 again, but I think he'd be fine. I like, are you thinking Tropiano, or do you got to stay away because it's uh, the Royals? I got to stay away from Tropiano, it's the Royals. They'll, they'll just chew up his pitch count. Yeah. How about uh, Matt Harvey getting the Reds? Matt Harvey hasn't been great, but it's not like the Reds are that scary. No, Would you consider him? He used to be, like, so good, and all yep. of a sudden, like, we're shying away from him already. Like, yeah, I'm I'm okay. I, I still believe Matt Harvey a little bit. I I think he's I'm not abandoning ship. That's a fine matchup. It does not need to be ignored. Uh how about Matt Morgan in Baltimore? There's strikeouts on that lineup. Yeah, no thanks. No, just too scared of them I just, hitting I, seven I, I just see one of those like, you know, five innings, you know, five runs. Yeah, but like I can see like eleven strikeouts out of him or something against them, but it, he's he's the boomer bus pick, I feel like, and I, I like that. Um I, I like those guys. Uh, the only other one on my list is Hisashi Iwakuma again, the Astros. Is that okay. somewhere you would go? Or are you kind of worried about them? I think I like Kazmir better than I like Iwakuma. Yeah, there's those few lefty matchers in that lineup, but... Sure. 
No, you're right. I mean, the Marlins are definitely capable of not doing much if Stanton doesn't help them, you know. Yeah, Casimir has a 6.63 ERA, but I feel like he has to get better than that. He's only pitched at home once. I don't know. He's look. He's been pretty bad his last three starts. This one's going to be pretty telling, and I think the Marlins are a good matchup for him. So, um, do you have any other pitchers that you're interested in? No. Okay. Uh, let's. Really, no. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap this up. Trying was, to pick. You could probably talk me to Marco Estrada if you twisted my arm. But not against man. Those White Sox are looking for that that series. I don't know. Break up the White Sox. It, you, but yes, Estrada could be fine. I agree. Um, all right, and then for our Field of Streams picks, these guys less than 50% owned. Matt Moore is not eligible. Jose Barrios already not eligible. Uh, the list I had is Stephen Wright, Chris Tillman going to the race, or Chris Young or Tropiano. I'm going to go ahead and go with Stephen Wright. I'm just going to pick against Atlanta. I'm taking the knuckleballer, and I just believe in Atlanta being that bad. What are you thinking? Um, you thinking Chris Young? Yeah, I'm taking Chris Young. I like that. I like that. I like Me both too. of those. Those are fun. For him, I really do. These are. This is what this this contest and what this podcast was originally about is matchups like this, like Stephen Wright yes. getting the Braves and Chris Young getting the Bad Angels. I'm excited about it. These are not guys you would pick in DFS, really. These are not guys you're just running out touting. But when you get a good matchup, like you can win your fantasy championship streaming guys like that you, for sure. You remember like last September when we had a Chris Bassett versus Nick Tropiano matchup, and <laughs> I I sat and got a bucket of popcorn and like watched it like it was Game Seven of the World Series. Yeah, those are fun. I was, so, I was just so endlessly fascinated about, about those two pitchers. Yeah, those are fun. Um, these matchups are fun. Cool. All right, I'm excited about that. Matt, you got anything else before we get out of here? No, I think we should just get out of here. Cool. Well, that'll do it for us. Matt and I will be back again tomorrow after we've watched Chris Young and uh, Stephen Wright. This is going to be good games. I'm excited about this. Uh, cool. Yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. Matt is on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS. I'm on Twitter at HigginsFOS. We'd both love to hear from you. Uh, we get good interaction, and so we enjoy that. But, um, yeah, that'll do it for us. Good luck with our stacks, and we'll uh, talk to you tomorrow. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy, or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs. 